We here at Ladies Night In are proud to be sponsored by Robert Renteria of the Renteria Realty Group at Keller Williams Realty, Boise. Whether you're searching for your dream home in and around Boise or planning your next adventure outside of our beautiful state, he's the man for the job. Robert has 21 years of experience in this industry and is passionate about sharing his knowledge through coaching and consulting with realty and investment groups around the country. So when the time is right, contact Robert at www.renteriarealtygroup.com. Ladies night in. You'll be glad you did. So, Shannon. <laughs> Hi. How I are you? Just, I have some news. Okay, do tell. <laughs> I have officially broke up with the Facebook group. Oh, <laughs> Do you want me to tell you why? This is just re- remind them what it is. Okay. So are we dating the same guy, Boise? Okay. Okay. It was my guilty pleasure. I read <laughs> multiple comments. I mean, it literally like got to the point where I was so annoyed with it. I didn't know who was more stupid, <laughs> the men or the women. <laughs> like, and, and then, you know, as I'm sitting there going, oh, Sasha's just stupid. Oh, David, he's, you know, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh, Ashley, Dave. Ashley, you're the dumbass that's reading it. <laughs> I have this green light moment that I'm like, so much time, so much energy, and so much of everything I value <laughs> about myself is wrapped up in this dumb Facebook group. Right. And so then I'm like, what do you got to do? You got to break up. <laughs> Drop them so, like a hot potato. So it's not like I got kicked out of the group or anything. I didn't. Just unfollowed? I did. Because, I th- I mean, mm-hmm. oh, this sounds really bad. I want the option to come back. No shit. If I default. If you get a cold or something right. and you're stuck in bed, you might as well have something to do. <laughs> That's what TikTok's for. <laughs> True. But anyway, I officially, like, every time I would pull up my Facebook feed, it was always... Some idiot, like some post about, and and maybe I'm just, I, I try, really, really, really try not to be judgy, but <laughs> I really do try not to be judgy. But some of the pictures that these these guys are posting that that other women are, are putting on their, uh, like, they're putting on this page, I, I look at him and I'm like, doesn't the picture say a thousand words? Right. Like, I could pick that picture apart. You have to ask other women for these red flags <laughs> when they're flying right in front of now, your face. Actually, we work with the public. We know people are not super smart. <laughs> they don't even know to use the fuzzy end of their toothbrush. You think oh. that they can pick a man, like, or a. <laughs> Well, all uh, here was the conclusion. One, I had to break up with them. Two, um, I just like was thinking about I these women have issues. They're they're broken. They're they're on the rebound, trying to find their next their their next fix. And the dudes are doing the same thing. And I'm just a fly on the wall. And it was fun to be the fly on the wall for a minute. For a hot second. But it's not fun anymore. And I'm sick of seeing that kind of riff-raff and trash on my page. <laughs> so that's my news. That's your news. Yep. Well, I want to talk about, oh, my God. <clears throat> Have you seen 
the ads for the Duggar Family documentary on Prime Video. I don't even know what Duggar Family is. 19 and counting. That family that had all the tons of children on TLC that had 19 kids. Oh! The Duggar oh. Family. Oh, the Duggar Family. Okay. Do you know that their one son was, was it, convicted was of it, child molestation? Do you know this? No, but okay. I'm sitting here watch you, watching <coughs> you clear your throat when you commented on how deep my voice sounds. Well, I just ate, and I think I'm just mucusy or something. I, like, shoved food <laughs> down my gullet on the way here, so I think it's I think it's digestive something, like, All stuck right. in my craw. So. Well, I don't know what mine is. <clears throat> anyway, it's bugging me a bit, so I apologize for the throat clearing. Okay, so anyway, back to Duggar. Okay. And this, what did you say? Convicted of... So. Oh, like um, molestation, child pornography and stuff. So, okay, okay, okay. okay. Okay, so the documentary is called Shiny Happy People, and it's about the Duggar family who were on the TLC network for many, many years, um, and they had 19 children, and it was part of their religious beliefs that you are supposed to have as many children that God as God will bless you with, like no practicing of birth control and stuff like that. So she just kept popping out kids left and right, and um, they belonged to a evangelical fundamentalist type group called, I had to look it up because I forgot, um, it is the IBLP Ministry, <clears throat> which stands for the Institute of Basic Life Principles. So there's this main guy, and he started this ministry years ago, and it, it is kind of about Christianity, but it's more about um teaching obedience and there's an umbrella of authority and every you know there's these levels of authority and you have to be in perfect submission. <clears throat> so the Duggar family I think they start they were involved with this long before they had a show and I can't even remember how it happened that they had a show. I honestly cannot remember. I need to go back and <laughs> rewatch episode 1 cuz I think my mouth was hitting the ground half the time that I was watching this, but <clears throat> they present themselves as this super sweet, happy family, soft-spoken, perfectly behaved children, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, they beat those kids <gasps> into submission. Like, they are a, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child type of organization. <clears throat> so, and uh, Michelle Duggar has written books about how to like beat your kid into submission starting as babies. They did what's called blanket training where they put them on a blanket when they're little <clears throat> and they give them a toy and then they take away the toy and say no more toy or whatever. And if the baby reaches for the toy, they get smacked. And as they keep smacking them until the baby stops reaching for the toy. <gasps> yeah. That's terrible. And they if they <clears throat> don't completely behave, if they ever, you know, don't do what you're they're told right away, they're beaten. I mean, they are beaten until, and so they break their spirit. They literally, so these children <clears throat> are terrified all the time. And they're also taught hellfire and brimstone and burning, you know, for the rest of your life. And the girls are taught that anything they wear or, you know, could be an eye trap for a man. It's totally your fault if you get attacked, by oh. the way. If you get, men can't help it. Like, it is. That breaks my heart. It, it was, makes me tear up. <clears throat> it's horrible. They Like, if you're scrubbing the floor. That's an eye trap because you're bending over like and they make them take acknowledge their part in their molestation or their, their attack because they they're attacked because they're an eye trap. Whew. Like it was it is horrific. And this these teachings, um, here's the scary part, which you should totally watch it because it this whole 
reversal of the Roe v. Wade and everything guaranteed is all from them. So they have, um, they homeschool all the kids, which is a joke. It's all Bible teachings. They, they don't really get an education, but they somehow must be getting them enough training. They have their own like little military group that they train these boys. And all the kids work kind of as slaves. They go to these quote unquote camps where they're just workers. They work 16 hour days for nothing. Um, like it, it was just absolutely heart wrenching. But anyway, these guys, they're able to get, they do this um, training on how they teach them in the ways of government, politics, policy, how to debate, how to like be involved in government. So they're smart enough to get them involved in all of that. And then they have them interning at the White House, clerking for judges. Like they are so interweaved into the government. Wow. And they're getting elected. And it is far reaching like it is crazy so um and then they were shown all these tiktoks all these you know it was very handmaid's tale so there was all kinds of people now on tiktok that are coming out saying this was the way i was raised and it's not okay and they're they're having to be deprogrammed and like it's wild see wild wild i hear (laughs) i know i'm so sorry well Hi, I'm clearing my throat, too. Uh, driving me crazy. I hear stuff like that, and that just, I mean, it makes me so grateful for the home that I was raised in, the parents that I have, the brothers that I have. I mean, I was never, ever, like, that That was so not even a topic of of conversation mm-hmm. or, I mean, even, I mean, I was, I was raised in the LDS church and, mm-hmm. you know, even, even my upbringing, even though I'm not part of that, uh, I'm not part of the LDS religion mm-hmm. anymore. I am so grateful for that upbringing mm-hmm. because there's, there's such a solid foundation in it. And mm-hmm. it truly did give me the, the, the foundation and like my love and my testimony that I have in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm, right. y- you know, but I just, the, the, I mean, we're the doctrines right, that you don't right. support. Yeah. And, and the, <clears throat> yeah, I, we don't even need to get into that, but, um, right. but I'm so grateful for it. I right. was never a part of, you know, being molested or, <sighs> or feared, you know, fear, not, none of that. Right. And so yeah. these kids actually, like that's one of their obstacles in life that they have to battle that and they've got all well, the... they don't know how to say no because they're beaten they're into beaten. submission yeah. and so when someone comes at them and especially so anytime that there is a boy that is older than you they're your next level of protection like you're not you cannot you have to be in perfect obedience to them so he could be a year older than you you have to be perfectly obedient to that guy who's older than you like it is insane. They literally cannot say no. So okay, so this is the family of nineteen, right? Yeah, but this is this is what the show's about. But they interview tons of other people, and there's there's a whole um, there's a whole movement of survivors that have come about and are helping other people. So here's my question. Because it's a cult, essentially. Right. But it's far-reaching across the world. But like, where is wh- where's the? I mean, obviously they're. They're doing some nasty, nasty, nasty stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. if there's any type of sexual assault, where, where's law enforcement there? Mm-hmm. Like, why is this mother? Why is she writing books about this? Why is why, Isn't that why is the television like creating documentaries? Oh, they hide all that shit. Like they on the show, 
I'm like that Jim Bob, whatever the hell his name was, Jim Bob. I think that might be what it is. He was like, just watch me, like, not let them see what really goes on in this house. I mean, they never, you never saw, you never saw how they got that way. So there were other people that were like, how are they going to do this show without showing what it's really like? And they did it. Like they so showed it's all these, fake. it's all fake. And they, you know, um, they said, yeah, they show these perfectly sweet, quiet children, but they don't show how they got that way. You know, and all of these people that just, well, oh my gosh. You know, and the I, leader was never married and he never had children and he was a child. He was a molester, too. Well, I mean, these kids are, they appear as sweet and innocent because they're told to do that. And if when the camera's oh. shut off, they'll probably get beat if they're not. Oh, totally. They're, um, they teach them to associate the object that they're beaten with with fear. So... They would beat them with sticks and, like, all kinds of stuff. Glue sticks? I thought that was interesting. Long glue sticks and stuff like that. So, yeah, they, they'll they say, do you need encouragement? Do you need some encouragement? And that meant, do I need to beat you? You know? And ah. they really soft voice all the time. So know, just... this, this religious organization, like, what part of God is taught there? Oh, just being... A, perfectly obedient and having control of your emotions is the best way to show love for God like because you're ult- you're following the Bible because it does say wives submit to your husbands and children <laughs> obey your parents so they just take that and run with it and <clears throat> they create these perfect victims and they're also told not to practice birth control because that's how they grow their church right and the the children are the workforce so all of the buildings that are built the painting like everything that's done to build all of these centers is on the backs of children. Did any and of they them, work fourteen to sixteen hours a day? Did any of them ever say like when the molestation starts? It's all different. Like this Josh Duggar guy, the one that ended up in prison for child pornography, horrific child pornography, where they are tortured and beaten. That was the stuff that he had in his possession, where they were inflicting pain and crying because that's how he grew up. <laughs> so oh. you know what I mean. So he was touching his sisters. And then some of his cousins or something like that. I'm just like wondering that. if these kids, end, like these these girls, end up pregnant in their teenage years. Well, like the— um, Does anyone question that if that happens? Well, I think that they don't necessarily—they aren't necessarily having intercourse. But the, the main guy that has been removed from the church, I don't think he ever had, like, formal charges pressed or anything. He did—one girl said she was raped. So a lot of what he did was um, inappropriate touching and stuff like that. So—and he had—yeah, so— Ay, ay, ay. Ooh, there's going to be a day of reckoning for you. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, so I was like, you have got to watch it. Like, holy Moses. I've been, there was another one I watched too called Hillsong. That's another religious cult one that is just, and it all goes back to sexual abuse. Like, there's all of this stuff that happens and is swept under the rug from these church leaders. It's so sick. It's See, shocking. That I mean, I, I couldn't go watch it. Really? It, no. It would be so disturbing to me. Oh. So disturbing. And it would it would literally, like, probably upset and ruin my day. Right. It, it, or maybe even my week. Right. I can't watch stuff like that because it just tears out my heart. Yeah. What was I watching where someone said they can't watch it because it's too upsetting? Ugh. I can't even remember. I couldn't even watch like I when Dahmer came out and it was the whole oh, yeah. series on Jeffrey Dahmer. I think I got through maybe one or two episodes and I'm like I I can't even I can't finish this. This is a sick sick individual. Mm-hmm. But it all I mean you look at how he was raised. Oh yeah. And and I mean 
it all dominoed. Oh, so sad. I see. For me, I wanted to understand. I couldn't watch like the gory stuff. Like I would fast forward to things because I couldn't handle it. But I wanted to know the psychology of it because, yeah, he was um, just uh, clinically neglected, and and um, his mom did drugs when he was in utero and abandoned by his family. So he was like critically lonely, yeah. you know, painfully yeah. lonely, and had been taught to dismember animals and think that's really cool by his dad. And his dad had murderous tendencies that he never he never did anything like, about, but, on but it. he had them. He had those thoughts. So. He came by it naturally, probably has brain damage from his mom using drugs when he was in utero and then just, you know, clinical neglect. and Which and is very, not an excuse it is to not go an kill excuse, people. <laughs> but he, I mean, he said, I deserve to die for what I've done. Like, I couldn't control my compulsions, but I should be killed. I mean, he was very, just really sad. And I, I don't think he's the only person in the world suffering from that kind of stuff. Like, no. there's just so much, but... So I love this. I love psychology and sociology. So I think that's why I, I get interested in this kind of stuff. Like, wow. Some people really dig Ugh. into, um, I used to, I mean, we'll say 10 years ago, I really was concerned with the why on things mm-hmm. where I would really just dig into the why. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was, um, I think I think at that time I was like in the beginning stages of really getting to know myself and mm-hmm. you know really just getting into my own identity and stuff like that. So when there was like rejection or something like that, I just wanted to know why, mm-hmm. you know? And it was like it almost was an imbalance. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know when like I hit a point where I'm like I, I don't need to know the why anymore. I just know it doesn't work for me. Right, yeah. And it just, it, it I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've been seeing all these shirts lately that say it is what it is, and I almost bought one for you. I'm like, no, she'd be like, fuck that shirt. <clears throat> but, yeah. No, I It's on a T-shirt. I was like, huh, okay. Yeah, I, I have just reached a point where I, you know, an explanation is always nice. But if you don't get it, like I've actually really been practicing like a lot of gratitude. Like if there's mm-hmm. like a if if there's like something that I don't know the answer to or some like an event in my life that's happened to where it just psh, shut down. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, wait, what? What just happened? Right. Mm-hmm. I and I know I'll never know the why to whatever it is. I just have to be like, well, I guess God knows the answer to that. And he just closed a door and I just have to say thank you. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I've been practicing doing. (laughs) I practice being vulnerable on a daily basis (laughs) and I practice gratitude. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. I think that that, I mean, that's important to do, too. I've definitely felt that way this last month, but also just like so overwhelmed and stressed. So... I'm like having a this last weekend I had to just like totally veg and just be quiet because I'd had so much stress that my eye just wouldn't stop twitching and it's still doing it for crying out loud and I don't know why it won't stop. I started to look up (laughs) why (laughs) and then I just haven't had a chance to read it like the surprising reasons why your eye might be twitching all the time. I know it's stress for crying out loud. I don't think there could be any any vitamins or minerals that I'm missing in my body (laughs) from the supplements that I take and everything. I'm sure it's just (laughs) from stress. So on that on that topic, Ashley's she's our topic picker lately. (laughs) 
<laughs> the only what about this? She's like, wow, I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Done. So Shannon and I were talking a few days ago, and, and I said, do you ever just feel like in your gut that you're meant for something more? You just don't know what it is. And I've I had, was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're both at that, at that level where – like we would love to know what that next thing is, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, something in business, something with the podcast, something with our patients, like something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and we just so, want to get out of the mouth. <laughs> you know, I, it's not even that. It's not even that. It's not even that. Like it's a change I, of scenery and something fresh and new. It doesn't, for me, it just just doesn't drain my body as much well, as this does. And I just know that there's something bigger for me out there. I just know there is. And I, and I know it's bigger than what my eyes can even see, or I I just know that it is. And so I had the opportunity to talk with a lady last week and it was, I get so excited about these new connections that Mm -hmm. I make. Um, and it was, I mean, it, and I met her doing what I love to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it was, you know, energy levels are high and one specific individual's like, you need to meet my mom. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll meet your mom, you know. Mm-hmm, right. And so I did end up meeting his mom, not in person, but over the phone. Right. And the conversation that I had with her was over the top. Like, I mean, my cup was full. My energy levels were high. I Like, she she knows what's up. Mm-hmm. Right. And she she just... Um, she was dominoing off me and I was dominoing off her. And after 45 minutes, she, she's telling me about this, this nonprofit organization that she had, that she had put together six years ago. Right. And, um, then she kind of gave me her resume of, you know, what she was doing as far as education goes and where she was in her career and how, just like you and I, Mm -hmm. she hit a point where she's like, I'm just wasn't happy and Mm -hmm. I was meant for something else Mm -hmm. and um she ended up like you know some she had an opportunity present itself and she said okay god well if this is what you want me to do Mm -hmm. like take my hand and I'll run with it Mm -hmm. and she said do you know this um she said this organization that I have created she says I never intended for it to be what it is today Mm -hmm. she's like but there's been so many tender mercies and so many blessings that have come into my life along with other people's mm-hmm. lives. And she predominantly focuses on single moms that are getting out of bad situations. Mm-hmm. And so kind of like, you know, busting out Boise, sure, sure. They, they, they work with the, the cancer patients and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, this is, this is kind of on the same level, except she does it with all the single moms and stuff like that, getting okay. out of situations. Right. And um, I thought, she, she said, what I do is so rewarding. Mm-hmm. And, right. and I, I will never forget how she said the word rewarding. Because, you know, after I got off the phone with her, mm-hmm. when I first got into my career path, like, there wasn't a day that went by that something, a patient, a situation, something, something wasn't rewarding. Right, totally. I haven't felt that in a long time. Mm-hmm. I really haven't. I feel like there is, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting myself with the hustle more than I'm benefiting myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I thought, this is what got me thinking about, all right, 
Like, is it time to pivot? Mm -hmm. Is it time to stop and pivot in my life? And if I do stop and pivot, what's my direction? Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, I was taking a lot of like key points from my conversation with her and just like, I mean, I've, I've seriously, I've done a lot of praying this week. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. So on Sunday, it was my rest day from the gym. And so (laughs) (laughs) I thought I can sleep in, I can mosey in my pajamas before I go to church. Mm -hmm. Right. So I went downstairs and I got my coffee I'm sitting there and that TikTok that I sent you about the, um, here's a brief overview. These pilots, these two lawyers go up in a plane with pilot. He can't fly in the clouds because he passes out. (laughs) (laughs) But he talked them out of their tickets. They were leaving Alaska and he was like, I need people to ride with me, which is really weird, right? Yeah, save your money. And I'll save your money. I'm like, huh. So anyway, they get in the clouds, pilot passes out. And these two lawyers are like, well, crap, we don't know how to fly the plane. Mm -hmm. So they get in contact with someone on the radio, which puts them in contact with, what do they call it? Traffic control. Traffic control. And the guy that's in traffic control says to them, it is my job to get you home safe. Mm -hmm. He said, but you have to promise me you'll listen to my voice. Mm -hmm. And he said, okay. don't look at the storm ahead of you. Don't look at the storm, just listen to my voice. He said, in about four minutes, you're going to run into a mountain and die. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm going to get you turned around. You're an hour and a half out of Anchorage. There's lots of weather ahead. Don't pay attention, just listen to my voice. Mm -hmm. So... He gets him through the storm and everything like that, and then he gets him on the ground safe. Well, the once the lawyers get back to their hotels, 4 o'clock in the morning, there's a knock on the door, and he's, he opens it, and he said, Thank you're, you for listening yeah, to you're, my voice. Yep, you're, mm-hmm. you're the voice. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening to mm-hmm. my voice. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, the, the lawyer, just says, you know, God is our voice, mm-hmm. and we we need to listen to him. We need to cut out the noise and you need to just listen to my voice and I'll get you home safe. Mm-hmm. So when I when I listen to that after everything that's been going on in my head all week, I'm like, I preach so much about you just have to listen. You just have to listen. But I haven't been listening. <laughs> <laughs> I have been focused on the noise. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and so it was a good reality check for me to... I finished my coffee. Um, I got dressed and I went to I went to church. Mm-hmm. And after after I heard that, and I thought, okay, I need to just listen, see if there's something that is so, something that will just help me pivot. Mm-hmm. And no, there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gosh darn, but there wasn't. I almost just but, said, yeah. but but that but that being said. I think I just still need to listen. Oh, yeah, it's I, not going to happen tomorrow. No, right? no. And I like I've been. I mean, I watch for little things, what things that come across my TikTok, patients that come in my office, mm-hmm. little things that like I normally wouldn't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm I'm just at a point where I know it's time to pivot. I know it's time to level up, and probably do things that are going to push me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. again. And that makes me nervous. And I'm trained to just downshift like into overdrive and right. be like, okay, yeah. ready, set, launch. I definitely am listening to too much noise as I listen to these documentaries and stuff instead of spending time with my family and hanging out with my husband. Because I think it's 
I'm so overwhelmed with talking to people all day that when I get home, I need quiet. I need, yeah. uh, granted, I'm listening to stuff, but I'm not engaging. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm you're just there, listening but you're not there. And I'm mindless and I'm doing my eyebrows or whatever I'm doing, right? But um, so I definitely, I, I feel that in my gut. Like I need to be more present in my home for sure. You know what I mean? Like my kids are teenagers, so they're off doing their own thing, but I should go poke my head in there more often and be more present and, and you know, definitely tune in with them more for sure. But, um, so not to be devil's advocate, but like, did the gal talk to you at all about how she pays herself for building that nonprofit? So that's always what it comes down to (laughs) is how do you still, how do you pivot how do you pivot and find what works for you and you can still pay your mortgage? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. Totally. And, and cause this career pays us a good wage. You're for right. Very hard work though. Not that a job shouldn't be hard work because it's a freaking job, but you just have to, again, when you're not finding the joy in what you're doing is when you have to decide is there, cause I don't want to get bitter again. I've been there before at a place where I was bitter and, has nothing to do with the place or the, you know, the patients because some of them are lovely and I completely enjoy my hour yeah. with them. And then some of it's really hard work and some of it I hate. And sometimes it's not like work at all. So it's moment to moment. Um, but I just feel um, like I don't want to go to work. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. I do, too. So this is what Which she is a said. terrible place to be. She is married. So there's dual income there, I'm mm-hmm. sure. And then, um, you know, she's got a master's degree. She's, you know, like. As far as how she makes her income, just off of speculation, I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's a team effort between her and her husband. Mm-hmm. But when she started her nonprofit, so she like pays herself a salary. Well, basically. I don't know. I don't think she takes a dime. Really? I don't think she does because she did. She she said eventually, you know, people aren't going to work for free, and she said so. Oh. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. But she's built an amazing organization. And it has been a true testament to her faith Mm -hmm. because she said when she first started it, she, um, it was Philippians 419. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the exact verbiage, but it was just have faith and God will provide. Mm -hmm. Right. And so she, she has gone off of that to the point where her organization is called Sweet 19. Oh, okay. And, and some of the people that she, it's, some of the people that have come to her where even when she hasn't had the money, mm-hmm. she's just said, let's pray. She says, because I just know God will provide. And mm-hmm. she says, there has never been a time that he hasn't. She mm-hmm. said, so it's definitely been a, a, a testament of her faith and exercising her faith. And I think that the, I think why I was so just intoxic, intoxicated by this conversation is because I was in awe of how much faith she has right and and how it is just you know for me i'm like it's just not a question like i i work every day to make christ a huge part of my life mm-hmm. but could i could i quit my career and go start a nonprofit and say god will provide my mortgage <laughs> i i just no, you can't I, I just don't think i i don't think i could do that i don't no. think my faith is strong enough right but but i mean cuz a nonprofit you don't if you're not paying yourself salary then you can't like right you right can't, you, you, you know? can't so. you can't so i think that's why i was so just in awe of her is because it like her faith was so strong mm-hmm. and i mean you could just hear like just 
the the light in her soul, the way it radiated out her mm-hmm. voice. Right. And I mean, I hated to get off the phone with her. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's such a wonderful person. And I know one day I'll get to meet her. She lives down in Texas. Okay. And and I know that she'll be up here in the next month or so. So okay. I said, please, like. I will clear some space on my calendar for you. No kidding. And she was, you know, so we both, we both agreed. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to make well, some time. Well, and for you, I mean, I'm sure that you can just take that faith and just head, I mean, you just have to take it in a different direction, right? Just, it can't be towards, of course, being of service to others. And with our career, we are of service to others and we are implementing health and we are doing that kind of thing already. But finding something that is fulfilling for you. And letting that voice lead you in the right direction to something that's going to be fulfilling and financially stable for, for your family. That, you know what I and mean? That's and what's so, so, that's what's so scary for me is is I feel like, and this last week I have felt like, gosh, the weight of the world has been on my shoulders. I There's been so many good things that have happened, but then there's been so many like like left hooks that have mm-hmm. happened. Right. And, and I, you know, when I go to sleep at night, like I don't, it's not like I don't sleep good. I do right. sleep good, but I wake up like I still feel like I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful for, for the, the structure and the routine that I have, but I'm tired of it mm-hmm. and I'm ready to pivot. Right. You know, I'm ready to, <laughs> Me too. I'm ready to pivot. I'm ready to have a little time for myself because I feel like my hours and everything, the way that they are, even though I'm only four days, cause I'm not truly four days right now. I'm like ugh, four days, but then two more, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm anyway. And you know, that's 50 hours a week ish on those weeks. And that's a lot for a 50 year old person to do a physical job. And so I don't have anything left in my cup. Granted, yes, I'm getting my thyroid bumped up because my thyroid was not functioning well and getting that addressed, which is good and huge. And I'm, I'm praying, <laughs> I'm praying that that will like actually give me some energy, but it's not a magic, you know what I mean? No, it's not a magic it's pill. Not. And so trying to just, I feel so incredibly zapped and a little blue. And, you know, this week I've been really blue and it's just awful. But then I'm like, ovulating right I'm like ow 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 there's my ovaries and then like my nipples hurt and I'm like that's too much estrogen so I'm you know I'm on the roller coaster right and it's just so it's so hard to know how much of it is but I do I do definitely um, I met someone yesterday that I got her business card and she works in the corporate world and I'm like is that where I want to pivot you know what I mean into sales and stuff like that where I don't think it would be fulfilling necessarily other than I'd be still working with dental professionals but not in people's mouths like it might be really fun because I love the social aspect I love to teach yeah I do love you know that sort of thing but it wouldn't be what I'm necessarily because I still am very interested in teaching people but teaching doesn't pay and so I just yeah I'm going to be searching the next you know during this summer trying to figure out what my next chapter is because I just think I need to pivot to and find out what will give me a little more time to breathe and still help me pay my bills and so I I, I ordered a book okay it should be here tomorrow I'm gonna read it okay it's called pivot um pivot on purpose Mm. and and I think it's just a short read but the um, give it to me if you think it's good well, I, so when I read, you know, like what the back of the book mm-hmm. is supposed to say, what, you know, quick overview of what it is, um, you and I have always said, man, we hustle. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. We And we do. We, we hustle do. our buns off. Mm-hmm. But according to what the back of the book says, that that is, we should, you will, you will hustle to the point where you get burned out. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We're there. Yeah, we're there. It's not wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, we're totally burned. Mm -hmm. And so in this book, she is supposed to discuss, like, I mean, not hustling. There's a difference between. How to work. There's a difference. Smarter, not harder. Exactly. Like we, you don't, you, you don't hustle. You just work hard. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I, you know, for the, for the longest time, I've always really just given myself a pat on the back because I'm so good at time management. Mm-hmm. I mean, so good at it. I can put, I can, oh, I can get so much accomplished in a 24 hour period. And so mm-hmm. when people can't, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right. What are you talking about? But I do reach a point where I'm, yeah, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day, I, you know, I told you I go to the gym three days on, one day off, three days mm-hmm. on. And so I was trying to, like, fluctuate my schedule. And I'm like, well, if I pushed it that fourth day, then I could take this day off, which means I could sleep till, you know. So I'm like, I'm right. yawning just thinking right. about it. Well, <laughs> so I did push it that fourth day. And... Man, I wished I hadn't. <laughs> I totally did, and I, I just thought, okay, oh shit, yeah, I did. I, I done was, did it. I, I was just exhausted, and my body physically hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, see, dumbass, <laughs> like you shouldn't have pushed it the fourth day, but this is what you do when you want to overachieve, and. <laughs> So then I'm beating myself up, right? Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's. That's how I felt when I worked day five. Now, don't be all, oh, you worked five days a week, poor you. Like, we were, I work tens, and so I'm already at pretty, I'm pretty much at 39 hours by my fourth day. So, yes, it is full time. <laughs> well, and here's the- Gary's always like, must be nice to have a three-day weekend every, and I'm like, shut up. I work way longer days. <laughs> well, and here's the thing, people. Like, I know that some people have the perspective, oh, you just scale teeth. Mm-mm. Like, you have no idea how, like, how, how hard this job is until you slide into our shoes. Mm-hmm. So be a little empathetic when we say this job is hard is because really hard. we're not just being pansy asses. We're There's not. so much that goes into it, as other hygienists can testify that it is emotional management of your patient, you're managing their fears, their stress, their anxiety, their budget, their fear of their of the cost of what's going to ensue because of their neglect. Um, you're dealing with the physical aspects of people's limitations, how far back they can lay, weird little facial tics that they have. You're sometimes full-on wrestling an adult. Oh, I was like... The <laughs> or a child. A freaking ne- the tongue. Tongues, lips, cheeks, and, and hard to see in a little tiny cave, and we're contorting our bodies, and you know, numb arms and sore neck and sore back from twisting and contorting. And um, it is, and you're being an educator as well. And so you're, and you're constantly thinking everything you're looking at, you're constantly, you're checking this, checking that, looking at this. Do they have cancer? Do they have this? Is there, is there decay right there? What is that? What, let me look back at the x-rays. Let me look at the schedule. What time is it? How much time do I have? Like it is because you're on the clock. Bam, bam. And you have to get all of these things done in an hour. And they better look good when they leave. Like, they, you better have, oh, my God. Like, even, I can't even hardly. <laughs> right. It, like, we're, we're, I'm exhausted. I saw 10 patients today, and it was just like, boom, 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 all day. Just, yeah. Just 
watching the clock. Like constant. How often? How many times do you look at the clock during an appointment? Probably ten times. Mm-hmm. Every ten minutes, you're. What time well, is see, it? What and time I have thirty minutes. I have thirty minutes, and I got another body saying, "Where's my assistant? Where's my assistant? Oh, Are you switching me out? Make sure that this is passed over to Doc." And yeah. then I run into the other room. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. I God, I couldn't. Do. She, that's called double hygiene. So she works with an assistant. So all she's doing, not all she's doing, but she's just scaling double the amount of time or double the amount of patients, but you don't have to do all the exam and all that kind of stuff, making no. the appointments and, oh, my God. No, but you got to make sure lines of communication are clear. No kidding. And if there is, if if there's, you know, some special needs that needs, to, it you needs convey. to be, con- yeah, you oh, got to definitely God. talk about it. Sorry to bore you with dental hygiene, but. So, how far? Are we we got to go. Okay. Well, let me just wrap this up. Bye. I had my aha moment today. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I was on Facebook when I said I was always looking for my little things. <laughs> and see, these are the notes I made today. My goodness. Right? Check that out. Nice. And this was just getting my mind flowing. Mm-hmm. But some little stupid, it looked like. You know, like find the word, like the. Oh yeah. Okay, so it's like which the three words you see will blah blah blah. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And so this said, your destiny is the first four words that you see. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know what they were? I'm I'm going to tell you. Number one, strength. Mm -hmm. I'm a beast. (laughs) Number two, love. Number three, alignment. And number four, money. Oh. So that being said, strength, love, and alignment, mm-hmm. if that comes first, and I do it for all the right reasons, I've always said money is money's the last thing on my list because if I'm if I'm doing everything wholeheartedly, authentically, and with it within my true purpose, I feel like Philippians 419, God will provide. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> Very good. I like that. That's very good. I want to look at that. Mine's going to be like chocolate chips, French fries. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Naps and. <laughs> well, I truly. I'm kidding. It's always like gratitude. You know, it's always those. Right. But I, tr- but I do truly think that as humans, we pay way too much attention and we complicate things with the fine print and the noise in our head. Mm-hmm. And if we really just keep it simple mm-hmm. and be like, oh, hmm, maybe I just need to give myself a little bit more credit than I am giving myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just need to take five and go pat myself on the back for how truly amazing I am. Right. You know, maybe this person doesn't need a counseling session. They just need me to listen and then give them a hug mm-hmm. and say, whatever you need, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, right. keep it simple. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it's good to look for those little opportunities to see what inspires you and then really meditate on that or whatever you want to do. But, yeah, I definitely think I need to tune out of all the noise right now and and quiet my mind and find my next turn for sure. Yep. Let's find our pivot, people. Let's do it. Have a good week, y'all. Until next time. Cheers. We're out.